We are back like Cam Newton to the Carolina Panthers, but we are here to stay, baby. I am your host, Bandy. With me, as always, is Trey. How you doing today, Trey? Doing good, Bandy. Doing good. Hey, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, today we're going to bust out the headline huddle. Training camp has started and there is so much going on in the NFL. So let's go to Trey with the headline huddle. Uh, wide receiver Julio Jones has a new home. Uh, signed a one-year deal with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Wednesday. Yes, sir. Bring it on, baby. Sir, what do you think about that? Oh, man, I'm I'm excited. I'm excited. Like, Tom Brady needed another guy to throw to. I mean, I ain't mad about it. You know, that's that's my team. That's, that's my boy. Only worries is what everybody else is worried about, and that's, you know, Julio's injury history. But I'm thinking that they're not going to, you know, ask him to do a ton and be the number one guy over there. So I think that's going to help out. Yeah, I don't think it's going to matter at all. Um, <laughs> I think that they've got enough uh, athleticism over there going on already. Um, I feel like, I mean, he may jump in for a couple plays. I just, I don't think it's going to be fantasy relevant whatsoever. You know, he may, I bet he gets two touchdowns on the year. You know what I mean? Just in a mm. couple plays here and there. I think Russell Gage still has opportunity to fill that slot and not Julio. I think Julio's behind Russell Gage even. Yeah. I mean, what would you say? Julio's the number four guy over there? Yeah, I mean, if you think about it. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, I think Tom's going to use him on like, you know, need to convert on third down, you know, some uh, over the middle type stuff. I mean, it's going to be wild. I'll tell you that. I'm excited, but I, I agree with you fantasy-wise. I don't see him having a lot of production. And then they're talking about how, you know, uh, they're giving him crap about it because he come, you know, he was on the Atlanta Falcons when Tom Brady made the comeback of the century and, and murdered him, you know, and they're like, and now you're going to play for him, you know. Oh, and yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, I don't know why people want to think in the past, and that's all in the past, and, and I'm here to win, and, and I'm on a winning franchise, and we're going to do this thing, you know, so whatever. Heck, yeah, Julio, you tell them, buddy, you tell them. Heck, yeah. If you think about this, though, we got what? We got number 11, we got number 12, number 13, number 14, right? We got Julio's 11, Tom Brady's 12, Mike Evans 13, Russell Gage is 14. I and I mean, if that. Scotty Miller's there next year, he'll be 10. So we got the, <laughs> we lining them up, baby, lining them up. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, Kyler Murray made headlines uh, with his big contract, 230.5 million extension signed with Arizona. Um, but there's a unique homework clause in this contract um, that he says exactly that he must study uh, film for four hours a week um, independently, not, you know, as a group, not in meetings or anything like this is specifically him four hours a week on studying. And they even specifically added into the clause that he couldn't be on his phone or playing video games or doing <laughs> anything else. Like all he had to do was strictly watch film. And I'm just like, like I'm out on Kyler Murray, bro. I mean, that's embarrassing, bro, that that they had to put that in his contract, dude. I mean, that just shows you that he's acting like he's still in college, bro. Right. And like and it's like a whole stipulation on his contract. So if he fails to do it, they can pull his contract. And I'm like, if they have to force you to study film, you know, what kind of why, why, I don't even know that I would 
put somebody on a contract like that, but I guess they ha- they feel like they don't have a better option um, because Kyler Murray is a good quarterback, and they were like, well, we got to do something, and they were like, this is it. And so if anything messes up and he decides, because you, I guarantee you he's not going to complete this every week. <laughs> you know, yeah. and so they're going to have that on his back all the time. And they're going to be like, you know, we got four weeks recorded where you didn't do your, your full study. And so if you don't uh, win this game, you're done. You know, it's just a clause to help them out. That's the way I see it. I'll tell you, man, it, they also said that the the material that they give them is, is stuff that the team is actually ha- going to have to give them. So it's like they could test them on the shit if they really wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, crazy, this is unheard of, bro. Have you ever heard of anything like this happening before? No, never. And and I think it, you know, it's again, you know, we're in that video game generation where there are a lot of guys that like to play video games and, and you know, hang out and have a good time. And that's not what they're used to. They're used to their NFL players being diehard football, 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 feed me uh, grass and yard lines. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And uh, and this video game thing apparently is just freaking out all the GMs and head coaches and everything like that. Like, we got to do something. We got to put some clauses in there, man. Hey, maybe he's playing Madden, bro, and he's like learning them defenses and stuff. <laughs> well, I was listening to somebody talk about it, and they were saying like, what happens if because of this, because of him uh, doing the four hours a week, and he stops playing video games a little bit, he gets worse. Do they tell him to go play some video games? <laughs> oh, like, like he's too wound up about everything, yeah, maybe, yeah. and stuff like that. I, I know. I guess I could see that, but. I mean, can you blame the Cardinals? Obviously, there's a reason behind this. Um, he obviously wasn't prepared like they wanted him to be, so right. they literally had to put it in his contract, which is just super embarrassing. So you're out on Kyler this year, then, huh? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm done. I'm, I have no no need for Kyler. Mm. I still like Kyler, actually. I mean, I, I'm still. I mean, in Superflex. I mean, I even in regular league, I'd, I'd take him if you know he was like if I was drafting a little late on quarterbacks and he was like there, I mean, I would still take Kyler, I think. Next we have um, Trey Lance being the man for the 49ers. Shanahan come out and said, that's our dude. (laughs) I'm excited about it, man. Yeah. I mean, everybody's so high on Trey Lance. I mean, including you. Uh, So this is what everybody was wanting, right? I mean, I think, you know, Shanahan saw Mac Jones did last year and how Belichick just threw him to the wolves and let him, let him, you know, figure things out. And I think, and he's thinking that, you know, that's what they just need to do. They need to let him get in there, let him get some reps, let him build some chemistry with the team. I think that's what they're going for. Yeah, man. And the way I see it, if, you know, if he's, if he's the dude, he's the guy they're going with, they're dead set with him, you know, with his legs and his capability of throwing the ball. Um, you know, I still want to see it, but I just think that he has the opportunity to be amazing for fantasy football, man. I'm like, I'm top 10 and if if he does what I think he's going to do. Oof, oof. It's going to be legwork, right? I mean, he's going to run, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, especially, you know, with, um, you know, the the backfield of Shanahan, you know, you got Elijah Mitchell and everything like that, but who knows how things are going to play out. And um, I think that he's going to take some reps there and it might be, that might be Shanahan's featured back is Trey Lance, you know, because he always <laughs> features a different back or whatever. Um, and they also, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo um, has permission to find a trade partner. Um, any thoughts on that? 
I mean, I'm going to still go with what I think. I think he's going to be a Seahawk. Uh, I think that's a good fit for him. I really thought that the uh, Steelers would be a good fit for him too, but obviously that's not happening now. But I mean, I where Atlanta. else? Really, Atlanta? Yeah, I heard Atlanta was was thinking about it just to, uh, I guess, in case um, their guy's not ready yet and Mariota's not doing well and they just throw, throw G in, like, see what happens. But I'm thinking Seattle's the best position for him, I think. I think that's real shine. Right. It's so close to what Shanahan and the Niners do. They run first team. Uh, I mean, that would be a perfect for him, uh, I think. And I think Pete Carroll knows that, too. And if he doesn't go for him, I mean – the Falcons is interesting. I mean, the only problem with Jimmy is he and Nick can't ever stay healthy, man. And but you realize that his record as a starter is thirty-three and fourteen. Say wow. what? Yeah, that's amazing, bro. Yeah, like, that's good. He's one. He's one of the most winningest quarterbacks ever, but he gets no respect on his name. <laughs> and I think he's uh, number one in prettiest quarterback ever too. Oh, 100 hundred percent on that one. <laughs> Dude is freaking gorgeous. <laughs> Last thing about the 49ers, uh, Debo Samuel did report for the first day of practice. Um, so he's not holding out right now, you know, after his offseason drama and everything like that. So so I'm excited to see what he can do there. And I'm sure they'll work out a contract soon. Yeah, I did see that uh, Shanahan was was had a conversation with Debo is what they said. And then they're really happy with the direction that things are going in. Um, last thing we got today is the Seattle Seahawks running back, Chris Carson, um, calling it a career after five seasons um, due to his neck injury. Um, you know, he's he's 27, and according to the NFL Network, Seattle is going to release him with a failed physical designation. Um, mm-hmm. So he'll get several million in injury um, protection benefits. So basically they, they did him right. You know what I mean? They, they, went, they did him the right way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 27 years old and retiring from the NFL. I mean, he was he was good when he was going, dude. Like, I, Chris Carson had some flashes, man. Oh, for it, sure. He only played four games last year. Um, but the, those neck injuries are no joke, man. Um, I, I'm glad to see that at least, you know, Pete Carroll and the Seahawks are, are doing something to help him at least get paid through this. So, you know, he can get all that figured out because it ain't his fault, man. I'm sure if they'd let him, he would try. You know what I mean? Yeah. Chris Chris Carson's a dog, bro. He would get out there and try if they'd let him. But that's scary, bro. Every time somebody told me that they were they couldn't wait for Chris Carson to come back, I'm like, dude, he had a neck injury. I'm like, ACL is completely different, bro. Your life force is in your neck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. It, it takes, I mean, and he's a running back, so you know he's going to get hit. Right. That's just that's just horrifying, bro. Well, um, congratulations, Chris, on your retirement, and uh, we thank you for everything you've done. Yes, sir. Maybe we'll see you calling the games or something, man. That's right. maybe you could coach, bro. Maybe you could be a coach. You know, come I on mean, the like, podcast. Yeah, Chris Carson, the open invitation, fourth and flex. Come on, baby, talk to us. Yeah, we'll <laughs> shout you out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This has been the headline huddle. Thank you guys for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to like. Tune in for the AFC East Divisional Diagnosis, Aaron, uh, very soon. I'm thinking Sunday. And we'll see you guys later. Peace.
Can you get any closer to your mic? Just a little bit. Pretty chill. Yeah, bro. listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel and i'm rebecca we're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say didn't see that coming and we hate the people responsible for them listen to people are the worst now on apple spotify or wherever you get your podcasts